Okay, let's. We're shaking the shelly sillies off. Woo! I'm gonna pour myself some more wine. <laughs> okay, one, two, three. Hey, y'all. This is Molly, and that's Danny, and this is Black Chicken okay. Part Two. We've talked about chicken. We've talked about Instagram, and now we're talking about books. Yes. If you would like to hear all the other stuff, it'll probably be on Patreon. But we'll get to that. So here, we asked y'all, we were very excited to do a good old-fashioned chat, because mm-hmm. we wanted to get back to if our we... untouched-up yes. roots. Yes, we used to do this all the time um, when we first started, and we would just put a question on Twitter, and people would respond, and then we'd just go through and be snarky, and it was so much fun, and we haven't done it in a long time, but, you know, we'll do more of these going forward, and we'll put the prompts on Twitter and Instagram if you want to be in the next ones. Please don't email us, because I don't, I can't remember. And... <laughs> I get the emails, but they're in a whole separate account, and I check it, like, every other day, couple of days, mm-hmm. it's just a thing, mm-hmm. yeah, so for the chats... Twitter, Twitter is the best way because then we can also use the hashtag to see what's happening. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. we always use BCL chat, hashtag BCL chat. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. week we asked a question that Molly very eloquently worded. <laughs> I can't even remember how I said it. You're like, I want your messiest, no holds bar, I don't give a damn book opinions. Mm-hmm. And we wanted y'all to get mm-hmm. real. Yes, and you did. Some of y'all did. Some of y'all came for a girl's throat and that made me really upset. Right? Some of y'all were coming for like specific people. And I was okay. like, you need to bring that up with her. Cause... So, do we want to start with our own messy opinions before we start calling on everybody yes. else's? Yes, you want to go first? I don't know. And you can add anything that you've thought of too. I, didn't, I don't know why. Like, I couldn't think of any. All my op- messy opinions were like very tame because like when it got down to it I was like that's actually not that it was like let people put books on their shelves the way they want who cares if they're in rainbow order which is actually See, but you say really tame. you say things and people will get they'll get pissy about it like someone will be like no no well, yeah that's the internet I don't that started because I was on something and somebody's like you can tell she doesn't read her books because they're in rainbow order I was like but, like who the fuck cares if she ha- she has books, she's probably reading them. Who the fuck cares? That's such an easy way to gatekeep to put them on the shelf. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, that. we were talking about two different things. <laughs> yeah. No, what are you talking about? I was saying it's a it's a gatekeepy thing. Like you're not a real reader oh, yeah. because you do oh, X Y Z. It's like who the fuck cares? <laughs> but I was saying like that. Besides just putting them up randomly, to me putting them up by color like, would be so very easy to maintain. Yeah, and also, if you're buying physical books, like, if you're still buying physical books at a number that you have a whole bunch to put on your shelves, they are kind of a decorative thing. Because, like, you Mm -hmm. could just as easily buy audio or eBooks. So, like, Mm -hmm. you might as well make them look pretty. Who the fuck cares? I've seen a lot of girls, like, getting those big coffee table books and, like, painting them. So you can, like, buy books now at, like, thrift shops and stuff mm-hmm. for, like, decoration Aesthetics. or, like, decor. Yeah. So. I was like, do you? I don't know. Yeah, it really does. So I don't know why I think, I don't know why people care, but that's the one for some reason that triggers me. Because I also, I had rainbow bookshelves for a while. And, like, mm-hmm. I could find my books very easily. And I would insinuate I knew them better because that's I knew where to find them. Like, 
and you knew where to put them back. You put it right there. You don't have to think, okay, alphabetical. Okay, well, what's this genre? But maybe it's that. It's like, is this book yellow? Put it with the yellow yeah. box. Yeah, and like, and if I'm trying to find it, it's like, oh, the cover is green. Go to the, boom, mm-hmm. there it is. Also, it's not like I have mm-hmm. a library in my house. <laughs> How many books do you think people are going through? So I don't need the Dewey Decimal System. Color works just fine. That's fine. It doesn't mean that you're not a reader. Right. So some other opinions I had that are still just equally tame was YA is not more diverse than adult fiction. It just gives off that vibe because I had a, my original wording was more spicy. I said diversity had become a commodity in YA fiction that they used to market with. So yeah. I don't know. And also adult fiction is so huge. It includes adult sci-fi, adult ram- romance, adult like contemporary mm-hmm. fiction, literary fiction. I think we talked about this, like the idea that all non-YA books are just about like a 50 year old white yeah. man who, what was the thing, like hated white? his wife yeah. and despised his children. Yeah, or something. this was our last episode, I think. <laughs> Exactly. It's like, there's, I mean, it's a little broader than that. I understand you might have only read that in school, but you know, you're an adult now. Yeah. More you, out there. You're a reader. You can read more. Yeah. So I had this kid in one of my um, comp classes. Um, you know how Mizzou did that thing where you were always with like the same like 12 motherfuckers like all the fucking time. Bigs. Yes. Oh my god, there was a straight up racist kid oh, in our god. little, whatever you called it. Um, and he, I remember like we were talking about the Harlem Renaissance and he was like, well how could it be a renaissance if black people never did anything before then? I hope somebody smacked him. But it's Mizzou, so probably not. Probably. I was just sitting there like... I'd be like, are these the fools I'm expected to <laughs> educate, like be educated with? Because we're at different right. levels. And I... Right. It's like, we can't, we have, me and this, we have nothing in common, me and this man. Okay, let me get through, I'm gonna get through my problematic, because I had, I did a couple. You had one that I wanted to, I had questions about, because I didn't really. (laughs) I said, so another one I had was, stop calling every fantasy book with a high page count epic. This is just a thing I hear on, like, booktube a lot, where if it's a book, and it's just, like, thick. Yeah, it's got, like, 500 panties, like, it's a, it's high epic fantasy. I'm like, no, it's not. There's no yeah. world building. It basically takes place in Africa. Like, mm-hmm. it could almost, like, not modern day Africa, but it's like, they got a map and it's the continent of Africa. I heard a term that I'm so fucking in love with, and I'm going to look it up. And it was like, what's the term for a fantasy where a fantastical world invades a second a secondary world? And she said Shrekian fantasy. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that discussion. Squidward's Sammy Ellis at the Moose F <laughs> said Shrekian fantasy and she made a fake Wikipedia I love page. It. And I don't know how to w- edit Wikipedia, but this needs to be taught <laughs> because I've never heard like such a instantly or more instantly understandable definition of a genre. Like I, that one girl, Tennessee whiskey something. I can't remember. Um, but she was like asking about fantasy and I was like, well, let me tell you. And I was like making a joke and she was like, no, no, I really want to hear. And I sat out and typed out like 35 tweets to her <laughs> while my husband was like, can you please, please pay back attention to the conversation we were having? I was like, please, someone has asked me to describe fantasy genres on the internet. 
dinner will have to wait. <laughs> please, please but feed she, our child. Please feed our child. Okay, it wasn't really good at dinner, but you you get the point. But the way that she just said Shreky and Fantasy and you instantly understand mm-hmm. what this fantasy like I was like, This is beautiful. I love this. So Yeah. I'm sorry to No, but it just I just feel like bit. that happens a lot. Like it's a thick book, so people think it's like high or epic and I'm like that's mm-hmm. not the high epic doesn't refer to like the length of the story. It refers to the amount of world building in it. And Children of Blood and Bone had very shallow world building. So, no, it is not high fantasy. Um, and then I think my last one was Shitty Lit Fic gets, in, gets away with being shitty because it's Lit Fic. And then I called out, this is how you lose the time war, specifically. Because that book was bad. You have one other, this Cassie Claire. Oh. Oh. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. So, if you've cleared your shelves of Just Kidding Rowling, but you're still standing Cassie, I dox children, Claire, I don't trust you. So J.K. Rowling, there was, this is again because I watched too much booktube, but a lot of the big booktubers have, they're like, they don't read, you know, J.K. Rowling anymore because of her old issues. Mm -hmm. A lot of them won't read Stephen King because they say he's too problematic, but a lot of them will still like stand Cassandra Clare who wrote the like Shadow, Shadow Hunter series. It's like, um, it's a whole series of books where she basically plagiarizes herself and just tells the same story over and over again. It was made into a TV show okay. and it was made into a movie. And she's kind of got this really bad reputation where she bullies people on the internet. She doxed actual children, like, cause children were calling her out for like doing problematic things on the internet. And she like went to their parents and was like, your child is doing so-and-so on the internet. She doxed them. She- I'm sorry. If someone came <laughs> to me to tattle on my kids like i what was that girl who showed up that the person exactly. house like ready to creepy <laughs> like it's a pro she was an adult too she wasn't another kid doing this she was like That's in her 20s weird. she was in her 20s doing this she did a lot of um people she makes uncomfortable people uncomfortable because she puts a lot of incest in her stories like it is a repeated <laughs> storyline with the incest like i oh i think we talked about this with um game of thrones well, we talked about it before but with um a song of ice and fire yeah. and people are like ah and it's like but you get like like in the story it is repulsive to the other characters like it shows that they are bad like you shouldn't it, like that's something that's a thing of mine like that every character doesn't need to be a model for your life like you can have bad you know yeah. what i mean hers it's almost but, like it's a sexy thing like ooh, yes. and like that's, she's it's like you're missing the point she's bad and i don't understand how we'll still like we're done with, like i said they're done with we're not going to talk about jk rowling a lot of people are canceling stephen king but cassandra clare who has written the same book mm. at least 12 times or at least the same series three times gets pass mm. after pass after pass i don't get it and i'm fine mm. not getting it so but people people will continue to read her Pro- yeah they're still like mm. she's she's pretty they're doing like interviews i was going on like booktubers are doing like interviews with her mm. and i'm like this is a problem she she doxes children i should just say she doxes children and that should be the end of it that's weird that should be the end yeah so but yeah that's it those are my quote-unquote messy opinions which actually aren't that messy (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure that somebody's gonna be upset by yeah somebody who loves this Um, is how you lose the time war and cassandra claire or that girl who fucking hated us for uh, well she didn't hate us but she called us mediocre um, she called us mediocre and when I tell you that's still my favorite <laughs> Molly straight up got me a mug I should take a picture of it <laughs> with her bad negative review on her 
I had that at work and people would be looking at it like interesting I don't understand <laughs> you had to be there you had to be there I want to bring it to my new job too <laughs> so okay. what are your messy opinions so I put up one but I have others that might come like I don't I I wonder if I should save them for when they come up because they're like responses to okay. other people's okay. but um so I put up one and it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier I said I want to see more imperfect black characters, dummies, <laughs> villains, people who are not exceptional or inspiring or even likable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, I feel like every single time, like we read, um, like I feel like a lot of, and this is not to shit all over, like, you know, the romances that we've read or the sci-fi that we've read, but a lot of times it's like the most exceptional, like smartest, most beautiful, most like. Um, charming person or not every book but it happens enough that we see like this black exceptionalism Mm -hmm. that I'm like okay but what am I a dummy supposed to relate to here (laughs) who am I supposed to see myself in who am I supposed to see myself in and it's like it it it's can be and I think maybe that's why I liked uh, such a fun age like that those particular characters because they were so hateful and unlikable (laughs) that it's just fun it like it shows you like the full breadth of like a black experience Mm -hmm. because if you spend like literally any time with black people in real life or on the internet you will see that we are not even remotely all alike that there are absolutely villains (laughs) and himbos (laughs) and hero and like there's a whole spectrum um within the black experience and the black American experience or the what you the diaspora. Like there's so much diversity and there's so many different stories to tell. But I feel like, you know, the only story that gets told over and over again is, you know, the smartest, the best, the only black in a whole white space, the person who grew up not feeling connected to their blackness. And it just gets so tiring. And it's like this isn't this isn't how I grew up. Like, this isn't how I recognize. This is not relatable to me. Yeah. And I know that not every book has to be relatable, but, like, a couple could be. <laughs> was it on this episode where we were discussing, like, we were trying to, like, who are, and the best we could do was Issa Rae about, like, not awkward, awkward, like, yeah. something just, like, lost black girls or, like, not fit in black girls or something. How did we say, yeah. We had a wording for it. It might have been the last it. one. Like, just regular, regular. You know what I mean? Like, just regular-ass people. Yeah. Like, And I feel like we don't always get to see that of ourselves. And if you ask for it, it almost seems like an attack on, like, what we think Black people can be. And I think that that's a trap in thinking. Yeah. Because then you think, like, if you fall short of that, then you don't deserve good things. And I feel like we deserve humanity. We deserve our stories being told just on the strength of us being human you know what I mean like we don't have to be super exceptional we don't have to be super smart we don't have to be super good to be worthy of anyone's time or attention yeah and like now that you say it I've been reading a lot of romances where it's like billionaires or other super rich people and like they're all very attractive and they all wear really designer shit and it's fun escapism but then I'm like I can't see my mediocre self in any of these books right I need some I need some but I don't know. It's weird. I would just like to see. I th- I agree. I get it. Some more relatable. And it's like I'm trying to think of like some black villainous characters. 
You know what I mean? I can think of them in the urban lit books that we've read. But even then, easily. they're very like, they're the most like, I'm the kingpin or he's like, who's the guy who, right. who sent that old guy on a boat? Like he took all his shit. <laughs> he peed on his shoes and then he took his shit and then he laid him swim out on a boat. Like, but I think of uh, this could be us, but you play it like she had no, yeah, she like was she pretty. was a villain, but her villainy was like pulling out someone's extensions <laughs> in the red lobster, or the, not red lobster because we talked about um, illusion cheesecake factory. I barely listen. <laughs> I didn't part. finish that book. You had to carry us. You had to carry that episode. <laughs> That's okay, because you carried me through some episodes. Because <laughs> I was like, I refuse. I think we were only a year in, and I was like, you know what? I've read every single one. I refuse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one, I refuse. <laughs> You're like, no further. Mm-mm. This is my limit. Because the, the heroine wasn't very aspirational either. She was, it was a Dominique, and I'm like, girl, you gotta fight, do something. <laughs> but it's like, outside of, like, um, her, I can think of the Janie's hater, in um their eyes were watching oh, yes. god that one we Jody? oh no i know what you mean yeah tea cake said look like the cow and <laughs> kicked her in the face um that little girl who was hating on um Addie. harriet she was rich though harriet. so but it's like it, but she was she was when very, the stories yeah. are based in like black communities then you do see you know, heroes, villains, etc. But if they're in these, like, all-white spaces, Mm -hmm. then they have to be like that so much better, so much smarter, all that stuff. And it's like, okay, that's that's real, too. I don't want to discount that experience. But at the same time, it's, like, exhausting to continuously hear this narrative. Yeah. Some variety. More relatable characters. I get it. Just let us be. (laughs) Let me live. Yes. Let me live. <laughs> Damn, I don't know any math. I can't do a math whiz. Okay. Well, I think those are ours. Yes. And it's already kind of messy. Thoughts. So. <laughs> okay. So, you want to start or should I start? I'm going to start with this one because I want to know if you know what she's talking about. So, Sarah Brienne of Snark at... Oh, I'm going to mispronounce this. At well, There's going to be a lot of Twitter handle mispronunciations. Just going to say that in advance. <laughs> at Tenai, T-E-N-N-E-I said, stop subjecting us to your racism fantasies under the guise of black girl magic. And that felt like it was... It feels like it's targeted, but also... It, like Broad, also. It could be several different stories. Yes. Yeah. I'm wondering, and we're going to get to this, there's been a lot of discourse, and I'm wondering if it's something like Legendborn. Legendborn, not mm. born. I know how words work. <laughs> Legendborn, which some of the criticism I saw in a video was like, it is very black girl magic. She's the main black character. She's very powerful, but she lives, she's like the only black girl in the whole book, apparently. Mm-hmm. And um, she lives in like a lot of, she's got a lot of white people around her, basically. Mm-hmm. So that's something I've heard. But yeah, I was like, I went to look and there was nothing, there were no specifics. At least if there were, I could not find them. <laughs> I could see it like maybe less literal, like, um, like old black women are so strong and they're so resilient and they can get mm-hmm. through anything because we're magic. And it's like, these stories where women have to like, you know, everything is thrown at them, but they still overcome because of, you know, black girl magic. I'm wiggling my fingers around. So that's how I took it. And, you know, a hundred different stories could fit under that. But I, I don't know Legendborn. Yeah. So. Yeah. I couldn't tell if it was a literal like 
sci like maybe I'm reading too much into it, but that was the book that was at the no, top of I my head. I think like that probably still falls under. Yeah. Like I think we're talking about the same. I think that there are probably a lot of like I think you could say something like um, the hate you give. I think you could say that this falls under it. Like these black characters ex- like experiencing all this racism or you know uh, that one that we always go back to. Um, Children of Blood and Bone. <laughs> that you poor book does not get a break. All these light-skinned people are coming after her. Um, yeah, I think that you could say that a lot of different... This is a trope that we see over and over again. Yeah. She did respond, like someone replied, and she went, oh, so many, it's all billed as magic, but the magic is the protagonist surrounded by racist. Oh, okay. So you probably are more right. I didn't see that. I think it probably plays into that, though. So... I don't know. It's just interesting, but I get it. I like I like your reading of it too. That would probably be like, could that be Nettie? I listen. I stopped reading Nettie Akorafor after her her what is rape <laughs> blew up of whatever year that was. And I feel I was like, like people don't like. I feel like people like tag us and like say things about her. I'm like, we don't. <laughs> She's <laughs> like that was like the first like big girl decision we made on this. Yes on the podcast and I feel like no one was listening at the time. Well, I guess we can be clear about it now since this is Messy Opinions. We read two of her books. Yeah, but I think, was it a year after we read it? There was some point where like she decided to come on Twitter and like announced and the gist of the tweet was why do we automatically believe rape victims when they accuse Mm. people of rape? And it's like, what? (laughs) She was trying to be like you know, like we shouldn't automatically believe them and like and it was just, first of all, why is that a conversation you think Twitter should be having? Mm-hmm. Second, we don't, we believe them because in, we believe people when they say they've been a victim of a crime until you have a reason not to. Some, not, no one's mm-hmm. going to come out and say, I've been raped for mm-hmm. like shits and giggles. Despite, you know, mm-hmm. that belief that there's all these women running around yelling false accusations of rape. So you believe them mm-hmm. until you have some reason not to. Mm-hmm. And she said some other stuff too, didn't she, about Black Americans? Oh, was it the Afrofuturism conversation? She's like, why is Afrofuturism so U.S. centric? And people are like, because it was invented in the U.S. by Black people yeah. in the U.S. Yeah, so there was some... And I feel like well, that was like, yeah, the first thing, because we were going to read her third book and we were like... And we came out and we were like very serious. This is yes. still when we like, we're not drinking on the air. And... um I remember, like, we had, like, a little, like, huddle on it, and it's like, we can't, we can't do it. It's against our moral. We were both like, I don't want to. <laughs> so, FYI, in case she didn't know, because I don't think, I think, like, one person was listening to this. Yeah. And there's been some back and forth about, what's the title of that one book? Um, Something which? With an A. Yeah, because there is back and forth about whether or not that is a derogative term towards, um... Let me see it. About towards black Americans. Oh, people with albinism? No, black oh, Americans. Oh. Akata. Oh, is that is that a Nigerian word? Because I, I feel like I've been called that before. Oh, it's Nigerian, yeah. Apparently there's back and forth as to whether or not... I can cut that out if you want me to. Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> the people should know. Yeah, so apparently there's been back and forth as to whether or not that is a... a like derogatory word towards black American because another person who I have issues with lovey um, has used it. And so she says, mm. so I don't, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of her, you know, the whole Afrofuturism thing. I wasn't a fan of the whole, let's, what is, why do we believe rape victims type? She, mm-hmm. she tried to defend it too. Like she doubled down and I'm like, why are we doing this on Twitter? It's like, Twitter's not the place. So, 
for this discussion. You don't, you didn't have to. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess that's our real messy opinion is like, we don't read Nettie Core for. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's, that's a real opinion that we have. Like, I feel like if we're not feeling a book mm-hmm. or if we're not feeling an author, we don't fuck with them. Yeah. Like if it's a surprise and like everyone's reading it and we read it, it's kind of like, mm. You know, I think there was, like, one big exception, but it was because we really wanted to dive into that book and some of the the way that that particular book was being discussed, but... So, I mean, we do have authors we don't read, and that's one mm-hmm. of them, so... Mm-hmm. Ooh, boy, I okay. forgot about that, so... Right? I mean, this is when the messiness comes out, and I feel like since we've done one of these, we've had, like, more people listening, so we should, like... Be up front, I guess, yeah. Because we never yeah. finished it. We never finished the third book. Nope. And nope. I think, yeah, we had planned to because they were so short. Okay, let's see. It was mentioned under quote tweet. Oh, sorry, this is Jin Jamin Jinjamin. Jinjamin, like Benjamin like, with a J. Jinjamin. <laughs> Jin Hamin Jinjamin Glutton at Sloan Bueller on May 19th. It was mentioned <laughs> under quote tweet, but I also have this opinion. I don't like black romance authors who exclusively write. I think they mean white. I think she says white. Who exclusively write white characters, not even interracial, just two white people. And let's get into it. Who is she talking about? I think there's a number. I think. Okay. okay, So we're going to stay it up. I don't know. Like there are a lot. The romance and uh, especially like a lot of black romance indie writers are so big and most everyone mm-hmm. on Twitter is more knowledge and more not learned than I am. So, but I do mm-hmm. know that there are some, like some black writers, I think who just write, I don't know that many people who do even just two white people. I know interracial. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I know interracial is a big thing. Cause there are a couple, there are different, if we want to jump to it, we can, there's a couple. I think we should, yeah, we should do that <laughs> where I get into it cause it came up and I actually sent Molly a video because it's been talked about mm-hmm. outside of this thing. But I think, I mean, I get that. If you're writing... When I tell you, Danielle, I'm mixed. I don't spend half the time thinking about it as much as people on the internet do. <laughs> it's strange to me. This whole conversation is weird. Do you want to drop to the interracial one then? Yes. Okay. Yes, so, let's go I'm sorry, Because I can't think of anyone who is writing exclusively white characters, but I just don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jinjamin Glenn. We don't, I don't... And I'm sure they're out there, but I feel like it's, I don't, I'm trying to think of one. I can't think of every romance author I read who's black writes at least, at least one black character in their Mm -hmm. pairing. I've never read one where it's two white people. Mm -hmm. Um, But another thing, we'll get to skip to it. There were a couple tweets and this has been bubbling up a lot for like on Twitter. And Mm -hmm. it's funny because it ties back to a book we previously read about romance authors who almost, who write maybe not all a lot of these ones are these the comments we got are people who write exclusively interracial couples in their books so we have mm-hmm. one review one quote one tweet from at bbr reviews who said all these releases with black women with every man except a black one and then another and i don't want to nice do this other one because it's but... privated yeah so a locked account yeah that said i don't understand the thought process behind black writers who exclusively write black women, white women couples into their books. And this came mm. up because do you want to, I think you'll sum it up better than I can. Cause I feel like. Yeah. So someone for Cinderella is dead, is dead. And I always want to say Cinderella is dead. I do dead. too. I always have to double check. Cinderella is dead. Um, which 
And we read yes. with friends color pages and that was a lot of fun. But someone tweeted or wrote an email to that author basically saying, Hey girl, here's some unsolicited writing advice. Um, you know, YA loves new things like LGBT characters. Yes, queen. But we don't like it if there are like two black characters together because that makes us skilled. So <laughs> next time ad libbing this. So next time I think you should just write like a black girl getting with a white person because that would make me feel less skilled. <laughs> <laughs> And so it was confusing. I remember, like, we commented on it because I was like, we definitely talked about this in the episode. And we were like, okay, the other girl, she's white, right? And we were all like, yeah. So yeah. It's like, Only to turn out apparently she's not. I, is she not? I read, I thought I read somewhere, I'm going to say this now, I don't have any tweets or anything to back it up, but mm-hmm. I thought I read somewhere that the author had written her to be light-skinned. I didn't mean to pronounce skin like that. <laughs> like light-skinned black person with like blackish reddish hair let that missouri out <laughs> let it out light-skinned that's what you that's what you would say so say it on the air say it with your whole chest she was light-skinned in. With, with like red D's. hair with red like you know black people have like there are like high yellow black people with There's reddish black, hair yeah. and i think but and i think that's how she meant to write her but i guess the fact that we were confused does say something right. and i don't even think like, is that confusion if all four of us were like, no, she's white? That's true. That's true. <laughs> we were just, we read it in a way, so. But the real uh, toxic it, thing is the thinking in the email that even as, and Molly didn't exaggerate that much. The email basically was like, you know, I feel like we could, readers, she didn't even say white readers, she didn't even say me. She said mm-hmm. readers could relate more if there was an interracial right. romance. And she's like, I just think your next book would do so much better if you, like, put more white people in it. But you know what? Now I feel a little offended because, like, this girl recognized the two black girls. Again, I don't have any evidence. I thought I saw it in a tweet somewhere. I didn't know we were going to... We were going to include the tweets about the interracial romance, but I didn't know we were going to originally, like, tack on the discussion about Cinderella's dead. So I am unprepared. I guess I can... Let me see. Actually... Um, but yeah, so, but there's a lot of conversation about like yes. black authors who write exclusively interracial, um, relationships, relationships. And it's like, again, like I, you know, I am mixed. My dad is white. My mom is black. And growing up, like people were fucking weird about it. Um, and people are always like, I, you know, this is more marketable and this is more reasonable. And I was like, oh, when did that become the case? Because, <laughs> you know, for 30 years, that was kind of, you know, people asking my mom if she was a maid or people asking my dad if he had abducted us. <laughs> like, it wasn't ever like cool or in vogue, but I guess now it kind of is like you got these mixed dish, you got like, who was it? I think it was Ale- Alicia. So, like, having a black girlfriend is in vogue. Well, I mean... She, I feel like she said that on the wedding date episode, and you do see that now, but, like, having, you know, two black people or a black person and a non, you know, black or non-white um, partner, which is the relationship I'm in now, that's not really... It, it hadn't really been seen but now i'm seeing a lot of ads like a black woman and an asian man have you noticed that no i see as someone who reads like a lot of romance i have to go 
I've had like I've made it a thing like I you do have to look like a lot of the main books that get the most promotion that are black quote unquote you know with black characters in it are like very overwhelmingly like mixed and it's usually a black woman with a white dude because white people have to be in everything I guess and I do sort of get that vibe that like what this writer is saying that publishers do not think that if they do a book with two black heroes in it, like a main black couple, that it'll sell as well. Mm -hmm. I think they think white people need to be able to see themselves in some way in this story. So we've got to, we've got to make it mixed. Well, Farrah shown the one that we read. That's one. Her hero was black and Asian. Yeah, he was mixed. But it's like, okay, is that a black romance? I think that's considered black because he is still black. Because it's like, that's where I get like, because this conversation goes down a rabbit hill hole that I don't like pretty quick, too. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I can see how it would be uncomfortable if you are, like, I can see how it could be uncomfortable both ways. I do see the need for, Mm. interracial relationships are fine, but I do think it's something when writers, black writers, and people want more black romances, and they can't ever just do, like, if it was mixed in evenly, like, if there was as many black if we just had the representation that really represented us how we really live it wouldn't be a fucking issue because you wouldn't have just one book or just two books to pick from yeah and it's like okay well both these books are doing this or both these books are have like non-black hero leads you would be like okay well these two don't but those 15 do and this one is this and that one is that but because it's like we're constantly feel like we're having to fight over scraps from the big publishers. It's just like... Yeah. Like, if a lot of the... If you want to see the two black males, it's indie romance where you see a lot of the, mm. like, the black hero, black heroine, black love stories. If you go to, like, the main mm-hmm. traditionally published stuff, a lot of it's interracial. And, like, listen, I read a lot of that shit, so I know. But, like, and I get it. But I do wish, I'm like, why do I have to, like why do I have to read the back cover or look at the album? Like I almost said album art. Oh my gosh. Why do I have to do so much homework <laughs> to figure out like Supply. who's in this book mm-hmm. and like who it's, what it's about. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to street lit, but then it's like, you don't have the regular black love. So <laughs> casual. I think, <laughs> <you> mean, <laughs> casual? I think you mean casual black love. Excuse me. Casual black love. So, and even that, like that's not mainstream. Like how you're not like, no. So it's just I can't find where she said that she pictured her as light skin, and like now I'm like, did I make it up? I swear I light thought. skin did. <laughs> that was such a slip. No one heard that. No, you gotta keep, you gotta keep that in. <laughs> you gotta keep light skinned it in. So like I I mean I I get the frustration because I made a whole Goodreads shelf and I was like this is where I'm putting the shelf this is where I'm putting the books where it's where it's two black people because like it's getting really hard out here. To find well, not it's not really hard, but like when you get the big traditional stuff, they just don't want to. I don't know, they don't want to do it. Yeah, I would like to see a well done survey, <laughs> a well done report. Oh, that I can't remember what the controversy ripped, ripped bodice. Was. But I would like to see, um, you know, a, a statistician's report on like what those numbers are. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the big like. Indie romance is really great. That's where Black Love is really doing well in, like, mm-hmm. the indie romance world. But, like, I'm trying to think of the big, big, like, the ones that get the big marketing push and all that other stuff. Yeah. It's, like, we read, what was the um, the Boyfriend Project? Um, maybe the first book 
of Alyssa Cole's Reluctant Royals, they had two black people. Some mm-hmm. Jasmine Guillory books, but like someone mm-hmm. pointed out on Twitter, those books don't get the hype that like The Wedding Date and... Um, mm-hmm. And that goes back to it. It's like the scraps, like fighting over a small pie when it's like there's no reason because you have all these writers writing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if... Give them contracts. I wonder if they told her like, well, you can write that story after you write these... Like do these stories first Maybe. and then you can publish Maybe. that story. I did see a lot of the Brown sisters. Yes, that one got called out a lot too. In. Yeah. Though it's like the f- one of them, the one we read, it was not a white male lead, was it? No, but he was so. he wasn't black. So But he wasn't black. He was and then South it's like Asian? that's when I'm like I think that's what I'm like, okay. So and I think people are like, yeah. not one brown sister could end up with a with a black that's guy. That's fair. That's fair. So So yeah, I think I get I get the frustration. Yeah, and it's like I don't want to go to her and say like right two black people fucking because like that's weird. <laughs> like that makes me sound like one of those dudes who wants like a what is it like i can't remember it's like all those horrible porno terms i know yeah right so like that's how it starts feeling it's it is a weird line because like i they pick they they sort of touch on tyler Hibbert because a lot of her backlist is interracial but like Mm. it feels weird like going up and like why don't you write (laughs) like it is like i don't know right i don't it's so it's like why if that's how I feel, like, it's like, I want to go to the publisher and say, well, why aren't you publishing this? That's, I think, the better thing. Is like, why are the publishers not publishing and promoting? Right. Because it's out there. Yeah. It is. It exists. And it's selling. It's selling. It's successful. People are buying it the up. The cartel seems like it sells very well. <laughs> yeah, that's conflating, like, urban... Even though I do think they are similar, and I do would love to but continue I mean, a like, deep dive yeah. of, like, the similarities. But I mean, like, that... That has, like, ev- almost everyone, I don't know, I and I can't get into Dominican and Haitian and Black. I can't because I don't have the skill set. But I'm just going to say everybody in that was Black. They were, yeah. Like, some kind of Black. They were. So, but it, it sells. It does. It sells. Well, and I think... And they don't have a huge publisher behind them as far as I know. Yeah, well, and there's a lot of straight, ro- not, sh- not straight as in sexuality, but there are a lot of, like straight genre romances by black people like i know mm-hmm. i can tell plenty of authors there's like alexandria house there's i think rousey adams there's tasha harrison there's um there's a whole bunch of people so they do it and it and it sells and people are buying them and, and it's like but they don't right. get the the marketing or the publishing they don't get, right, budgets right which sucks why are they, like either yeah. one of those any one of those authors could be picked up by a big publisher sort of like how talia did Mm-hmm. She was writing indie mm-hmm. first and then switched to. And maybe yeah, they are. So let I, me let me stop. Right, because we read, we read the marriage pass. Yes, and um, then even though we weren't able to have her happened. on in enough time. Yeah. What's that? Life happens. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> and those were like black leads. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not, and I can't. I don't know enough about publishing, but we were working with like mm-hmm. a legit, like a publisher. Like she had a team behind yeah, her. Yeah, I feel really bad. So I don't want to. Because it was, well, maybe it we, was my fault. Know, the next that... No, it wasn't your fault. <laughs> it got canceled. So. <laughs> no. But, um, you know, so I don't want to be like, there's no one out there when, like, they might hear it and be like, oh. <laughs> Especially when that girl was working so hard to get us, get one of her authors on. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, so I don't want to be like, no one anywhere is publishing black right. romance or black, you know, even outside of romance. Right. But. The. Because then I would be like, just like, 
the YA yeah. where it's like there are no black people outside of YA fiction. Yeah. It's just when you compare I think it's just the numbers. When you compare who's getting mm-hmm. like which books are getting the big pushes and the marketing and mm-hmm. promotion. And that's why I wanna see like what are the numbers to like back this up? And if you can't tell me because you haven't published Who me? You know two black oh. leads? No not you. <laughs> I was like I haven't published shit. But it's like if you say, well, okay, well, we pushed this one and it did it really well because um, it had an interracial couple. And it's like, well, what are you comparing it against? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, we don't have, we didn't really put these resources behind. You know what I mean? Right, right. That is like, that's not, that's not a good faith argument. It's not. So, but yeah, so I do think that email was trash and uncalled for. I think, like, I don't know. And it's, and I think that's the thinking, though, that they use. They're like, this is what people want to see. People want to mm-hmm. see white people need a white character mm-hmm. in the story mm-hmm. or they won't be able to relate to it. And it's like garbage. <laughs> I, did, I did sit in on, like, a nonprofit messaging. Thank you. My husband just came and put a, a nutty bar on the table. <laughs> that's sweet. <laughs> it just, like, disappeared. <laughs> um... I did sit on in on like this nonprofit strategy session and it was talking about how to like talk to like across different demographics about like uh, issues regarding like racism and identity and stuff like that. And so they were like, oh, well, we found and they like went out and did like studies and showed them like different messages and different like accents and stuff. And they were like, they found that white people would absorb a message better if they saw white people saying it. So they said you can, like their takeaway was like, you could say like, uh, I don't care if you're black, uh, brown, purple, orange, or whatever. Um, you know, we all deserve equality. They would feel less inclined to get on board with that than if they said, I don't care if you're black, brown, white, purple, or whatever. If, if they didn't have whiteness included, like called out specifically, then they couldn't get on board with it. Yeah, that tracks. And they had like they had like data behind it to show yeah, this. That tracks. And I think that's what's hitting in this larger issue with mm-hmm. Yeah. That tracks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so it's like I wanna see that level of analysis. And if you can't tell me like, you know, oh well interracial does better than black black. It's like, well show me the numbers that say that. Yeah. So but here's the thing though. They might be, what if it turns out they're right? What if it turns out well, readers are so racist? If it's right, if it's right, then we need to figure that out because like, it it won't matter. You know what I mean? Like what you're putting out there because the the readers are just racist, and we need to address the readers. And then it would be up to like you and me on the reader side yeah. to start calling people out. And I don't think it would be a hundred percent. And I don't like. I think mm-hmm. it would still be, but I just think they would fit like. People are racist. That's all, I'm, that's all I'm saying about that. So Absolutely. So we've learned that. I remember, what was I reading? I was reading some interview, I think, or maybe it was a tweet Beverly Jenkins did about how she got this letter that was supposed to be a compliment from a white reader, which she was like, I didn't know black people loved each other like that. And people were like, what the that fucking, that letter like fucking haunts me where she said it was like, where she was like, I, I always thought that like a black woman and her child was like a dog and her puppies. I didn't really understand that they loved each other like 
like I did with my kids. Like when I tell you like that, because I think I saw that when I was pregnant and that like, that fucked me up like hearing that people thought that way. So it's like I, they're out there. So yeah. So it's, yeah. it's a really hard conversation to have. And it's like, well, I think when we have our AI and we sit, we shoot it into space, we just don't include those tweets. Okay. Good job. <laughs> It'll find them, though. It's like, how is it every time they try to build an IA in AI, it always ends up uh, racist because... Because they don't be having no black people. <laughs> racist. You can't... That's... I need to read that AI Who Loved Me, because... That was a good book, I'm, by the way. Again, I'm getting also, Oh, there was another one where it's not a white guy, but also not a black guy. That's so. true. That's true. And also a robot. So I don't know how that fits <laughs> this whole conversation. <laughs> so he wasn't even a black robot. That makes me think of one of the responses we got on Instagram. <laughs> what? What? We're back on Instagram. That said, um, they were, I don't know if they were specifically talking about romances, but she did say that sometimes the best endings for the main coupling is not a happily ever after. I can agree with this. Mm-hmm. But would you agree? So I got the sense that this was talking about like romance books. I did too. That's how I took it. Because H-E-A oh, is such a okay. romance romance right. term. Because, and I don't think, I think, I don't think it is, I think it's a note about whether or not you wrote a good romance. Because I read, a, I'm wondering I or not see. whether or not I should say the title. Because, say okay, it. so I Why read You Had Me at Ola by okay. Alexis Daria. And for the most part, like I gave it three stars. For the most part, it was exactly what I needed. It was light. It was rom-com. It's a book about, um... This this man who is a he's like a main he's like a really well known name in the telenovela world and he's trying to cross over to the English like English speaking audiences and they're on this show that's on this like Netflix like platform and so they're a married couple on the show and then sort of like their chemistry carries over to behind the screen and yada yada but they both mm. have a lot of baggage and I remember by the end of the book I was like. I don't think they need, either one of them needs to be in a relationship. <laughs> I think they both need to work on themselves because they both had a lot of, a lot of issues. I will just say in short, he has um, some PTSD from a traumatic event mm-hmm. that he like, that has him so paranoid. He doesn't even live with his own son. Like his son lives in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. He's eight years old. He doesn't even live with his mm-hmm. son because he's so mm-hmm. paranoid about having his son near him. And then she straight up realizes that she looks for validation through relationships with men. Mm. So for me, as soon as you say that, well, I'm like, well, clearly the happy ending is one where she finds happiness by herself. That's see, that's interesting. because <laughs> I see what you're saying. But now I want to ask, do you think that those characters can't be the heroes in a romance book? Wait, what do you like? What do you mean? Like a character with those types of issues, like a character who has an issue that is such that a quote unquote happily ever after wouldn't look like them getting together with someone else. It would look like them going to therapy or, you know, addressing their trauma or choosing to get healthy. Um, But because they aren't, you know, because their happily ever after isn't them coupling up, does that mean that a a character with those issues couldn't be the hero in a romance. I think had the book, she did, she tried to do, I think she just read, I think the book maybe needed to be, the pacing needed to be changed or something. She did try to show mm-hmm. that like, she made him feel safe 
And she did try to show that she at the end realized because he valued her, like her skills, that she didn't need validation from him because he made her see like her own value. So I think mm-hmm. you could do it if you, <laughs> I think she ran out of pages. I think she just ran out of time. I don't know. I think the pacing, I don't want to bash on this book because one, I did actually like it. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think that them together as a couple was earned or a good happy ending. Well, we're off topic again. Let's pull it back, it back and talk about how much y'all hate third person. <laughs> oh, we have one more. Goodreads. Oh, yes. Goodreads search engine. Goodreads I mean, sucks. that's true. Goodreads Lisa sucks. Turtle, we big and pretty at Kirby Black Geek says, Goodreads search engine is trash, been trash, and still trash. And she ain't wrong. There you, go. you can't See search your, um... for title. You really try searching for a user. Like try searching for a friend. I've never tried you that. I've tried searching for a title. It's confusing as well. It's terrible. Or an author. Oh my gosh. And as we know, you can't copyright titles. So if somebody has even a remotely similar title, you'll get like 15 million. You'll get every book mm. but the one you're looking for. Because Goodread knows. <laughs> they know. They know. You never See, read. I wanted to shout out to your, um, your book, your Google form. <laughs> I mean, I use both, so... Mm, I'm trash. I'm still on I, Amazon's I, Goodreads. So I only use Goodreads to talk to you. <laughs> I know you're not on there often. I'm like pleasantly surprised every time you're on there. I'm like, hey. If we're reading a book together and I'm reading it on my Kindle, like the Kindle app, <laughs> and I see notes, I'll put it in there if there's like a, a funny thing that I see in the book. <laughs> I appreciate it because I do look for it. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah, Goodreads. I tried to, there was a big push for everyone to get off Goodreads a while back because I think everyone's like, oh, mm-hmm. Amazon owns it, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, I'm still on there. And I don't know. Goodreads, we had that discussion with the um, author, like trying to cancel author through Goodreads reviews. I'm like, what good are you? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just book nerds. It, it is. It's a bunch of book mm-hmm. nerds on a power trip. So I still love it, though. <laughs> I can't, I just can't get into it because... When I read on Kindle, I always, they always turn on that, like, highlighting for other people. Yes, I turn that off. And it's like, I don't want to think about anyone else that I'm reading a book. <laughs> well, I find it distracting. Like, I don't care what other people highlight. I want to, I want to go through unbiased and highlight what I want to highlight. Right. And I shouldn't say this since we have, like, a book podcast. <laughs> but it's like, I don't care about other people's opinions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do when I'm done. Like, as, I mean, we did in such a good age such a fun age go and look at like that's all the true. hate on the good reads. but when i'm like when reading, i'm in it when i'm in the book yeah. i don't i don't want to hear anyone else's opinions i want to form my own opinions right. first. i don't want to be i don't want my opinion to be biased yeah i feel you on that after we can kiki we can have fun but <laughs> during Mm-mm. that's why I like good reads I, I try not to like look at it too much beforehand because i'm like i don't i don't know you so i don't know what you like i don't know if you have a good opinion or not same but I do love, like I said, I do love finishing a book and then going like, okay, now let me go see what the read says. Let me go see who's dragging I do that this for book. Books we read for the podcast, but that's because I'm like, I want to see what people like SEO terms, like what people. Oh, I see. You're smart. Looking at SEO terms, I love like I have like that's my new favorite thing. Whenever we finish, um, uh, urban a street fic title, mm-hmm. because like as I said, I could do a whole paper like the similarities between like. Street, street lit fans and romance fans mm-hmm. it's very interesting I, they're I see, very devoted I so many, and very passionate I see so many parallels yeah yeah so so yes Goodreads searches trash now can we talk about how y'all hate third person 
Y'all were hating on the third person. So Jack at Jack Harvin said, third person present will always read as a script to me because it feels like the very definition of tell, don't show. And then Jaleesa Nicole at Jaleesa underscore Nicole says, say no to third person. person. Please spare us all. I like third person. I'm sorry. I think it's fine. What is, I'm, and I'm like confused. What is third person? Like, what are they talking about? Third person is when you read a book like, he woke up that morning with his head still in pain. He, he That's fine. As opposed to like, I woke up, my head was still That's in pain. That's fine. I mean, I, I mean, it's all fine. I prefer a third person because I, I, I like some of, distance. I don't want to be right there with them in, in their heads. I like that little bit of distance. I found it way harder to write in the first person. So third person, it's kind of like, it's, flo- it's fine. You're having fun. You're doing whatever you want, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I was like, am I reading this wrong? Are they talking about some other third person that I don't know? Or are they talking about the majority of the books? That have been I will agree, like? though, that I don't like third person present. It's like I like third person present. I think that's fine. People do it a lot in fanfic. Like, instead of like, he looks through his TV or I'm mm-hmm. he looks through his fridge for something. As opposed to like just saying he looked. I don't know what it is. It just feels kind of fanfic-y. I don't uh. like, I don't like third person present maybe because i've like i've never read any fan fiction oh you're missing I don't out think in my entire life <laughs> fan fiction is fun. i don't even know how to get started we should read a fanfic so i can like that's how i got started on romance because i was like i can oh i kind of love okay we're gonna find oh we're gonna do this we're gonna find some black women because first of all black women like much and everything else black fanfic writers just just don't get the appreciation so I think we should do oh. it. I've, I've literally never, ever, 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 ever read. Like, even in high school, even in never. Oh, I was a huge... That was a ship that sailed by me. I was a huge fanfic consumer. I think I read my first fic like I was 16 on dial-up. Mm-hmm. And I think I read it through college and maybe even through when I was at the newspaper. Mm-hmm. It was once I got home and started reading, like, fiction books again <laughs> that I I haven't, haven't been reading it for a while. But I used to read a lot of fan fiction. Okay, I say we do it. Yes, like, I. Yes, I'm very excited yes. now. Later this year. Yes. yes. Um, but yeah, so I like I like third person present. I think it's kind of cool and edgy. But maybe that's me being a nerd. No, I mean I I see I'm I don't have passionate feelings either way. I do have preferences, mm-hmm. but like I like third person past tense. Like that's that's yeah. how I grew I up reading. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like that's mo- the majority of the books I've read in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I think it, for the longest time, like, that's what that was the proper way. And then yeah. I think people got more chill. Yeah. yeah. And I think first person, I think first person is very difficult to write in because you have to constantly be thinking about what does this person know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That could see, I can see that. And how does this person speak? What is this person's dialogue? And that can be, like, if you can do it well, and I think that that's why, it's kind of like a don't hate the player, hate the game, or (laughs) don't hate the game, hate the player. (laughs) Because it's like, if you've seen it done poorly, then yeah, Yeah. anything's going to suck. But it, it's just, it's just a tense, like, you know. (laughs) Well, let's talk about the dark taboo romances. Yes. So you want to read them or should I? Yes, I'll okay. read, read Black Romance, who's, like, do, like, certain avatars always pop out to you? She's got <laughs> fun avatar. At Daniel, Daniel reads, Danny reads, I need my glasses <laughs> Authors take taboo books way too far. We've got Michael Jordan telling us to get some help. I, lo- I love that. You know me, I love all <laughs> gifts. <laughs> and, um... 
Tay from Tay Reads Romances. Some of these dark romances, cringe face. I'm sorry, y'all need God. And I was like, I saw these tweets and I was like, ooh, what's the tea? And I was looking at some of the responses and uh-huh. apparently there was an example where it's twin brothers fucking each other. I was like, you know what? Maybe, yeah. Mm. Okay. We've always been okay. read what you read on this channel, but at the same time. Right. It's like, because I feel like I can bifurcate, right? I can say, you write, if you're not engaging in things, like, in real life, if you're not, like, a brother, like, a twin fucking his twin, but even saying that, like, makes me disgusting. <laughs> like, that, if it's not real, like, my my gut lawyer's <laughs> side is, like, if it's not real, if it's not illegal, if it's consenting, if it's play that's fine but I just like some it just makes me cringe and I'm glad I didn't see like the responses to this because I feel like it would have been harder to say that like if I had seen some examples because it just like I th- and I think that's human some things are just gonna creep you out yeah yeah I'm not a big fan I like my romance to be like ha- like I like happily I think I- we've proven I like the happily ever after mm-hmm. I like the positive and optimistic side of it i don't like it when i don't know taboo romances kind of squick me out because it's like things are taboo for a reason i don't want to yuck someone else's yum or like kink Mm. shame but like things are taboo for a reason i also think Mm. some dark romances so this was a big thing on uh twitter there was a author who was writing like a teen with like an adult man or Mm. it was like under eight she was she wasn't so young that it was like it was enough to be like, I think she was like 15, maybe 16, mm. older teen. And I'm like, that has real world, that could cause real world harm. Because somebody, somebody could read, and I, it's a thin line again. I hear your lawyer, I hear, like there's a little lawyer Molly in my head now who like haunts me. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it romanticizes things that are already like a big problem. Like we've got mm-hmm. grown men out here. Who think and that's fine yeah who that's think they can like i hear I mean, that's you. not oh you're talking about, okay i thought you're talking about the grown man i'm like no molly that's not fine <laughs> no i hear you no, yeah that's not fine. i hear your hesitancy of putting something out in the world yeah that might cause real harm and i hear my own hesitancy <laughs> of saying like i don't want to tell people what they can or cannot do based on some hypothetical children that I don't even know. I know. I will. That's the one stance I'll take. I'll just say, like, I think, like, I just don't. I mean, this is messy. I'm allowed to say it. I just don't like mm-hmm. books where they're, like, real world. Like, romanticizing relationships like that cause, like, real world harm. And I just, it just, it just, I don't like it. And I feel like mm-hmm. you shouldn't. And one, I think it might actually be considered. In the case that happened on Twitter, it got removed. And the author was all mad because she was like, they canceled me, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, no. Amazon has a rule that says you cannot sell yeah. child pornography on their and site. Amazon can Amazon can make whatever the fuck rules they want. Yeah. When they have their Mars colony, their Jupiter colony, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> when they they do not they have, represent they humanity have, out there. Right. And the AI. They don't have any responsibility. They don't have any fiduciary duty to publish you. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I don't have a problem. Like I yeah, I have a problem with books that represent that like reflect real world harm. I don't know. I did read that book about R. Kelly and it made a big impact on me because there are girl like the girls a lot of the times don't know better. They don't realize like, oh, he does like me or blah, blah, blah. Or they see themselves, mm-hmm. the real danger, they see themselves as equals. They think they are equals with these men, not realizing mm-hmm. like he does not see you as his equal. He sees you as someone 
he can control or, you know, get mm-hmm. stuff out of. And I think it's harmful. But you've been so conditioned yeah. because of, you know, Beauty and the Beast and because of... These romanticized these stories. Because, mm-hmm. Yes. I know, it's a real factor for me and I just, I can't do it. So. Yeah, I think that there's, for me, like, there's always a difference between what I'm uncomfortable with and what I think shouldn't exist out in the world. And I think, like, sometimes that gets muddied. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like, a lot of the dark romance, I'm like, that's nasty. I can't. <laughs> I can't be doing that. But do I think, like, it shouldn't exist? Do I think people shouldn't write this? Again, like, I can't tell you what to do as long as it's all above board. Like, there's a very bright line for me where it's like, oh, that's a real kid? No, you have, no, you have to go to jail. (laughs) You have, no, you, there's no, you have to go to jail right now. Um, but for if it's fake if it's like a 15 year old and I'm like this is really gross and I don't want to hear about it and I don't want any kids that I know in my life if I see a kid reading it I'm gonna smack it right out of their hair and we're gonna have a long auntie conversation about why this isn't cool but should I go to that author and say you can't write this because xyz I can make an argument but ultimately I can't stop you from doing something that's completely legal and I guess in that, that's why I feel comfortable saying it. Like, because mm-hmm. I have no power. So like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think you should because I think it causes harm. I don't have any real power. Mm-hmm. Like no one's going to stop mm-hmm. writing them because I say it. I just want to, mm-hmm. I just feel better about myself going, like, yeah, I right. want to make a strong stance. Right. But I no, just and I get that don't like these Because that's, else. that's an important thing, like that it causes no harm. And I think like it's hard, like for me, it's like hard because it's like, I know there are things that I do in my day-to-day life that cause people harm. Like, I know if I go to the store and I buy a $5 t-shirt, like, someone was mistreated. A whole string of people were mistreated. But hey, I'm broke. I work for a nonprofit. Like, <laughs> All right. Ooh, we gotta go. We're gonna be here for five hours at this rate. I do. This one's gonna say something. Someone came for our girl. And I was like, I will defend. So Dylan St. James at Dylan underscore St. James said, <laughs> clears throat, laces shoes, and gets ready to run. The coldest winter ever ain't the, ain't the girl y'all say she is. Y'all say she look like Beyonce. And I'm just like, Beyonce. This is a gif, of course, of New York. Beyonce, you fucking look like Luther Vandross. First of all, <laughs> I will not fucking allow anyone on this podcast to talk about Luther Vandross, okay? First of all, we're not here for Luther slander. A chair is not a chair. Classic. <laughs> that fucking song where he's talking about skipping work. <laughs> Fuck. Classic. Classic. Didn't you say you had to be quiet in the car? We're we were not allowed to talk. We were not allowed to talk if Luther was on. I let my cousin, that same cousin I was talking about earlier, my mom, she got a Luther Vandross CD. It was like his greater, greatest hits. I have that CD. My cousin was like, my mom wants to hear it. I gave it to my cousin. She lost it. To this day, Daniel, to this day, my mom brings that shit up. <laughs> we will not abide any, any talk, any bad talk. You had a whole thing about Luther in the chair. <laughs> We will not abide any Luther slander on this podcast. I just love that song and like how his old argument begins with a chair is still a chair, even if no one's it's, sitting there. I'm like, damn, Luther, that's deep. That's deep. I mean, it's true. 
I mean, okay, just because some old white man in like Rome said it first, <laughs> you know what I mean? Doesn't mean that he doesn't have a point. Let's get to the real thing. Winter was the prototype. And Winter, mm-hmm. we y'all can on Winter. Every episode we do, I'm sorry, I'm eating an ice cream cone. Every episode we do, we call we compare we compare them like are they as bad as Winter? Because Winter mm-hmm. was the most she was the baddest bitch. Mm-hmm. She was like punching people in parking lots and stealing money from she like AIDS foundation on that bus. <laughs> it was like I don't know you ho. Mm, I thought you read the sequel. I did, but when I was in like high school or college or something, so I don't remember a lot of it, honestly. Oh, wait a minute. What's the one that just came out? Am I mixing things up? Oh, oh, there's a, there's um, a sequel or a prequel about Midnight, and then there's one, there's a new one mm-hmm. that I was we were talking also about the new supposed one. to have her on. We didn't. <laughs> yeah, I gotta talk about that. It was, it was a hard time this spring. Anyways, <laughs> coldest winter ever. Winter. And I always want to say Santiago, but is that is there Santiago? I can't remember. Winter. I mean, okay, tell me why she isn't that girl. Why she isn't? Like, maybe she, and like, I mean, to be, Winter is also, she's 25 years at, behind the times. And also the book, like, isn't that one where like, even the book is a little bit like dated. Yes, it's very dated. Yes, but I mean, like, even in the the time that the book was published. Yeah. Oh, because we kept thinking like this reads it read like mm-hmm. it was very like early nineties, and then it was like mm-hmm. nineteen ninety nine or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I mean, like for her contemporary, I feel like she was Winter had the best clothes, she had the money, she had the street smarts, she had the mm-hmm. uh, she had the I don't know I was about to say hustle, but I think it may have been straight sociopathy. She had the drive <laughs> to get shit done, like she was not like so and so. What's her face who like let Yikes. herself get kicked out of the deal because she didn't understand that candy was code for cocaine. <laughs> I'm like, girl, have you ever dealt drugs in your... I mean, maybe she had... I don't know. Her thing was stealing cars. But I need you to catch up. Yes. I think the only one who could have matched her in terms of, like, sociopathy and a drive to get things done was that murder mama girl. Mm, I don't know. But she still felt... She still was yeah, like... I guess she still... She would be one of her lackeys. that guy. Yeah. She would be one of Winter's lackeys. I mean, she was running behind that guy... She de-penis demand. I mean, I forgot about that. You're right. Maybe she could. Like, she was responsible for, what was it, like, 25% of the murder <laughs> murders in Miami-Dade County. Right. I mean, she is she the baddest compared to today's? Maybe not. But at her time, like, she was, she was, she's, she's the one we compare. She's the prototype. She's the prototype. And you can't deny that, like, and let, until we find, and I think we've been really, like, trying to look in the history of street lit urban, like, and really understanding it. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's another book out there that you guys would point to and say, like, no, it's not really Coldest Winter Ever. That's not really the prototype. That's not really what everyone's writing, you know, yeah. a theme on. Then let me know, because I'm, like, super interested. And we might have something coming up for you guys mm-hmm. when we talk about that. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about the people who just need to vent. So we have, I did that because I couldn't really, they're all just 
couldn't really link it's them up. Cute. So I really like it. There's Dean is bred at I may be trans. He said, I've been thinking about this all week and writing in your books is not a crime. In fact, it shows how much you love the books by making little notes and personalizing it. And I agree. Thank you. I feel like this is seriously. But I don't Let me stop. Cause I'm gonna say something messy, but it just feels no, like no one oh said God. that until like booktube and reading sort of as a performance became a thing. And I don't mean booktubers mm. read only read as a performance but i mean that that is how they make their content how they read and other stuff and all this other things and like how the art of not the art but like collecting books and having you know nice pretty books with different and i guess that's older than booktube that's why i don't feel Mm. comfortable saying that but collecting all these different editions i don't know let people i don't care write in your books and i know dog earring people don't like dog earring dog ear your books spray your books do do whatever you want Hmm? yeah no i i I completely understand what you're saying. I think it's older than book two because I got my bachelor's in English and people were like, this is my my collection of whatever, whatever mm-hmm. that I've never read. And it goes back to Gatsby, right? Where he had all the books and he didn't read them. It was just for show. Yeah. But I feel like there is this kind of, like, I mean, a book, you know, up until pretty recently was like, an, I mean, even nowadays it's a pretty expensive thing like print books are pretty expensive right and just have a whole bunch of them you know you can get them on the cheap you could nobody's gonna know but it's kind of a status symbol like i have the space to have a big library i have the money to have a big library and if they're in a pristine condition it kind of shows like i am this cultured person um and so i get like this reading as performance or reading as like a class kind of marker and it's probably playing out in all these, like, it has, like, all these, like, horrible tentacles and booktube and, you know, and um, MBA programs and all this stuff. I don't mean um, to keep bringing up booktube. I just consume a lot of this. No, I understand. And it's probably, like, booktube is just reiterating or that's just a new platform mm-hmm. for older mm-hmm. prejudices or older, like, toxic ideas. Mm-hmm. Um... But yes, I definitely heard that. And I've heard people say, like, I would never write in my book. I would never dog-ear a book. And it's like, I don't give a fuck. It's like, if you dog-eared a book, that means you got to that, that far in the page. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, are you ashamed that you have a used book? Are you ashamed that... I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't get it either. But I have heard this. Well, and I- This... Yeah, sentiment. I was going to say, I said, and then I'm like, I'm going to start writing my books more. And I, for some reason, I can't, there is still something to me, it's still ingrained in me about a brand new book that's mm. in good condition. Like, I don't want to be the one to market, I don't want to market up. I don't want to, I don't know. So I say all that and I even want to get to where I can like, that's why I like ebooks because I can put notes mm. and I can highlight and it's easy to go back and find them. I want to do that with like physical copies of books I really like. And I used to like actually kind of be able to. But now, mm. even though I could just as easily, like, I don't have books that are rare. Like, if I mm. really love, like, a copy of, um, I'm trying to think of a book that's on my shelf right now, like, of Sing on Buried Sing, and I want to mark it up, and, and then I need to get mm. another one, I could mm-hmm. very easily turn around, go on Amazon, and get another copy of the book. So, mm. I don't know. I do get some of that hesitancy, though. Like, I've been conditioned. <laughs> and it doesn't make you, like more enlightened or more bohemian or more like avant-garde or whatever if you do mark up your books it's like if you prefer not to that's fine too Mm -hmm. it's really no one else's business right 
like I have when I've gotten resale books um, and seen like notes. I really enjoy that. Like I really see like seeing other people's writing. It's fun. If you don't like that shit, that's fine too. What was it? Someone was talking about. Wasn't there something in the comments about how they had a book club and everyone read a book and they wrote the notes and then they exchanged yes. them? Yes. And I thought that was so cute. It really is. So. And I want to see who that was because it was Sase. Sase reads with TV. Long term. Long term? Long time listener. Mm-hmm. I participated in a round robin book group where we each picked a different book, same genre, made notes in it, and sent it to the next person. Then we read the next book sent to us. I got to see everyone's notes when the book made it back to me. It was fun. And that sounds so cute. It does. That sounds really fun. Like, I would love to do mm-hmm. that. So. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I've got to have... You've got to have a <laughs> The problem with book clubs <laughs> is, like, everyone has to read the book and participate. Especially for this. Yes. Like, this is just us sending gifts back and forth on Goodreads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. Where are we at? LaToya. From LaToya Jovina. Mm-hmm. Jovina? That's how I'd read it. The Spanish way. Um, I hate. <laughs> and I really love, I really love this answer. <laughs> I hate when people in books don't discuss money. You got your main character living in a big mansion and doing yoga all day. How? 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 Who is paying for this? And I saw a houseway <laughs> meme in this. And I, th- I think, every time I think the word how in my mind, it's I add sway. So. And I guess I'm trying to think of where that, because like in a romance, it, like they just excuse, oh, they're just rich or they have a well-paying job. <laughs> I see that a lot. In t- I get the frustration because I see it more in TV than in books. And I'm trying to think where I yes. see it in books. This one I wanted like we don't have a soundboard, but imagine that there was like applause. Oh, I can clap. Oh, I can find applause. I mean, just put editor's notes. Say editor. Editor notes for Danielle. <laughs> Add applause. <laughs> Add applause. Or you could just keep that. Whatever. <laughs> Thea is tired of Duchess Sinclair. There is an audience for a p- particular genre. If you don't like a genre, think it doesn't work with your beliefs or whatever. Don't read it. Shut up about it. Move on and enjoy the books in the genre that click with you. Yes. And I would just like to say, yes. 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 And I yes, try to be I'm, that way. Mm-hmm. I'm very tired about hearing adults complaining about YA. It should ain't for you. Oh. It's not for you. We should do a whole episode about that because I think there's a real problem of adults making YA. They're trying to make it fit around their comfort and their it's needs. Weird. And it's making weird. teens not feel comfortable. Let the it's teens the have their space. The Let the teens have their space. It's like if you want to have, you know, whatever you like in YA that you feel like is deficient in adult literature, and I'm really going to challenge you on that, unless it's about, like, the complexity of how it's written. You know, if it's diversity, if it's this, if it's that. You know, you can find that in adult lit. But if you can't, Make your own thing. We don't have to go and invade the teen space. Like, yeah. that's not for us. That's for them. Like, I don't go on TikTok because that's for the teens. <laughs> I will see my TikTok videos on Instagram like any other like millennial. Thank adult. you. Well, and even then, there's nothing wrong with adults reading YA, but when it starts, like, when they start, what's the word I want to say? Um, when they start, it's ad- like, it's not sexy enough. It's like, y'all are gross. Yeah, where they start adapting or changing things in the book to fit adult or more mature oh, okay. audiences. 
it's not right. I don't need to, like, all these adults complaining about this ruined my childhood. You know, Nickelodeon is what it used to be. It's like, no, motherfucker, you weren't a child anymore, right. so you don't like it. I, try, I like, really let, don't want to be that person, so I try really hard. It's, right? It's like, this is for the kids. I don't like it because I ain't a kid. Yeah. I got bills. <laughs> <laughs> I got hangovers. I don't need to be in this headspace with the kids. Yeah. So, and that goes across the board. Like we said, YA, because I feel like we pick on YA that's a, a place. lot. That's a thing we don't do. Yes. That is a thing. Like, I think neither of us really read, you know, that much. Yeah. But I can see that it has merits beyond it's not marketed to me. It's not for me. And that's fucking fine. Yeah. I will say, though, after taking my niece to the bookstore, I kind of dig mm-hmm. middle grade. Like, it is a whole new world out there compared to when we were kids. Like, if the options, like, I went in there and I went in a little book section and it's like, they had all these, like, little series and all these, and they were so diverse and colorful. And I was like, if they, and I don't know, I can't remember what I used to read, but I feel like they did not have such a, yeah, Yeah. such a robust, like, Mm. in such a robust and diverse field of titles for, like, that age group and i was like i I was like getting excited for her she didn't really care but i was like look at at all these books this is so cool so i don't know i just i don't know why i'm saying that i just felt the need to add that in but let's keep moving no i get it i get it (laughs) there is this one i like um what is your bridgerton was about a rapist and i hate it and the thing is she's not wrong so i don't i don't know enough we should do like a bridgerton I can think of someone who I want to invite on about Bridgerton and I feel like they have not said anything to us because they're not part of the black book club gang <laughs> because they are white people but I can think of someone who does adaptations who I would like to talk about Bridgerton to yeah it would be interesting and like I so did you hear about the did you hear about the uh what's the word I want to say the problem like the problematic aspects of it yeah so i mean and i'm mad because like they didn't have to they already changed so much of the book mm-hmm. i mean they put in the black dude's picture on the cover i hate that the original book i hate like, that so much like that. stop that's like <laughs> you know how amazon will like change the cover of like a, a show netflix yes netflix and so, like, I feel like there will be a black person walking in the background mm-hmm. of a show. And it's like, okay, I understand that I watched all of Sister Sister in two weeks. <laughs> but you didn't have to take a blurry, Bigfoot-looking-ass <laughs> picture to make me convinced that there was one black person in the show and I should watch it. I don't think it's conspiracy theory. I think that's actually what they do. I think they look at your watching oh. and they're like, oh, this one, she's either black we they have enough to know you're black or you watch a lot of black tv and they're like if we mm-hmm. put this this colored person on the mm-hmm. thing it might convince them in i i believe it wholeheartedly i know how and i feel like that's works. what this book whatever is doing yeah i will say i hate that book cover because the book text itself he doesn't look simon isn't described as looking like that i haven't read it but i can just go ahead and guess simon isn't described as looking like that he doesn't look like a tall black zimbabwean american <laughs> like he just doesn't like this is a girl who didn't write happily ever after right because she didn't think like black people could be happy because it was too sad so yeah and so yeah and so just going back to the rape thing yeah she does Mm -hmm. violate a boundary and the book 
well, at least the TV show. Again, I can't talk about the book. The TV show does not treat what she did as wrong as it was. Like we have to deal with like her, how he betrayed her, and it wasn't necessary. Mm. All they had to do. So here's the spoiler alert, I guess. Daphne wants a baby. The Duke is like, I can't have a baby. She doesn't mm. know enough about sex to know what he he can physically have a baby. He just doesn't want to. So after she mm. learns about the birds and the bees from a maid, it's a really funny scene. She like, they start having sex. And before he can pull out, because all up to all up before this point, he just pulls out and finishes mm-hmm. somewhere else. He, she switches so that she's on top and she sort of makes him come inside her. And then they have their big fight, blah, blah, blah. They didn't have to do that. They didn't have to do that at all. What they could have done, they could have had her get pregnant anyway, because the pullout method isn't, 100 percent right. reliable and then when she when he's like she's like i'm pregnant it's a miracle and when he's not happy about it boom there's your conflict conflict i hate it too so it's just <laughs> i don't know if you noticed but i muted bridgerton on our i did know I, <laughs> I mean i was about to mute it at one point too because i was like okay like i said twitter gets a little I appreciate the think pieces and I appreciate what some I people think, said about it, but then after yes. a while it just like. But it's like, you know what? You told me once that that show was about her, then I didn't. I don't I need to keep see it. I, need, I don't so. need to keep seeing descriptions of like her rape. <laughs> oh, I was like, I got it. I'm not going to watch it. Sorry. And I, I feel like, you know, I didn't read it. I didn't watch it. I'm good. <laughs> All right. What is your messiest, most hating ass, I said what I said, book opinion? Jane Austen is for white girls who can actually imagine themselves in the Regency period. Now, I have a confession to make. Go ahead. I haven't read any Austen. I'm this big ass, like, romance, blah, blah, blah. I haven't read Mm -hmm. any Austen. I keep, like, I have Pride and Prejudice on my phone. I was like, I'm going to read it Mm -hmm. and finish it. I have not. I still haven't read Jane Austen. You don't have to. So, I have read that there's a, a black character in one of her books. I don't know. <laughs> like, she's apparently some rich character. Like, she's got money. Huh. She's got, like, I'm gonna Google black, rich, Jane Austen <laughs> character. Because I, like, heard that. I was like, oh, okay. It actually made me interested in reading that one <laughs> book, Miss mm. Lamb. And you know what? I want to talk about these two together now that I'm thinking about it. It's that one and um, the no one has actually read Withering Heights. <laughs> And I want to say both good. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Like, there's a reason probably they've stuck around. You know, she wasn't the only one writing novels at that time. Neither was Bronte. Mm-hmm. And Heathcliff, you know, they, they say one of the reasons they don't like him is he's dark-skinned. But, um, yeah, no. Um, I've only I've only read a couple of hers. And they're pretty good. You know, they're pretty clever. And especially because I think... As an English major, you read so many, like, white dudes who, like, hmm. Mm-hmm. That to read something by, like, a young woman is kind of refreshing, mm-hmm. especially as a college student. You're kind of like, oh, okay, this is kind of funny. This is making jokes I get. But, yeah, the people who get really into it, I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I don't I don't really see myself in it, guys. Yeah. And I don't really want to explain to you why I don't. You should know. I shouldn't have to tell you. You should know. It should be apparent. Yeah. So. But that's interesting that I think you would like it if you read it. It's much more accessible than 
a lot of classic lit is. I keep meaning to because it's considered like the great great grandfather of like modern genre romance. Mm. And I'm like, I guess grandmother, let's be, let's get out of the patriarchy. But, and I was like, yeah, I mean to. And then I just don't. Yeah. She was very much like, oh, you think novels are just frivolous things for girls? Well, fuck you. Like, and she has all this wit and, and it's well written. But do you need to read it? No, you don't need to read anything. So. No. So. Yeah. Okay. Hemingway, douchey hipster, Smoke. smokes too much. No real thoughts. So few words to mass. <laughs> and then Molly replied with the apply cold water to the burnt area. I don't have thoughts about Hemingway either way. I think he's one of those I like... I've never read any Hemingway. I think maybe a little bit. When people like degenerate or... What's the word I'm trying to say? Dis on or hate on classics. I think they include like authors like Hemingway and... Yeah. White and dudes who like, smoke. Hemingway... Parts of it were like, you know, parts of his personality, if that was alive and well in someone today, just smoking, drinking, traveling, having fun, it would be celebrated. Yeah. But other parts, probably not. So, I, th- I, yeah. I think the only thing by him I've read is Hills Like White Elephants. Like, that's it. Mm. And it was fine. I don't know why we read it in middle school, because looking at it, I was like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not really, a, like, we weren't going to get it. It wasn't going to. Yeah, it wasn't going to resonate with us. Maybe when I'm a middle-aged white man, you know, I'll revisit Yeah, him. I remember sitting there, she's like, they're talking about an abortion. And I'm being like, oh, how the hell was I supposed to fucking know that? <laughs> I'm 13. It's like, I don't really get it. No. Um, the only other one I wanted to say was, no one has actually read Weathering Heights. I love that book. When I was a child. So... Uh, I don't. I think we've read. I think that's most of them. I didn't. I don't think we I think missed. All of them. Yeah, y'all had some good ones, and it clearly we've been recording for three hours. It inspired a lot of conversation, and probably really some mess did. of our own that we're gonna get tweets about. And so, oh, absolutely, someone's gonna be pissed off. Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, it's always a chance to learn, and like we're only two people, and we don't claim to speak for all the black women. <laughs> Right. And it's like, I think the takeaway is like, you have your opinions, I have my opinions, both of them stink, so that's fine. <laughs> so, but this is, I just like, I just like hearing other people, I just like hearing people. I love it. I do. I want to hear your mess. I just, what do you hate? Tell me, I want to hear. It's nice to see people come out, like we used to do, we did this question like in year one, maybe? And it's like, it's nice to see like so many other people, like, and they're not randoms, like these are people that we recognize. Exactly. People that you know what I mean? So nice to see people, like, really, like, fuck with us, really roll with us. Yeah. And, Share the know, or, Exactly. Trust so us. this was a lot of fun. It really was. So, and, like, this had some great conversations. Like, we're definitely going to have mm-hmm. a Patreon a good Patreon uh, mm-hmm. outtakes to share on there. With so. a lot of talk about Popeyes. Chicken. <laughs> 30 straight minutes of us talking about Popeyes chicken. God, I'm hungry. So... <laughs> Um, let's wrap up. Molly, what have you been reading? Oh, I have been reading. So I've been reading our next read, which I'm not going to say, but, um, I did start on it because I didn't want to be like clowned (laughs) and be like, I didn't finish. But I've also been reading, um, and I'm like really wineful right now. So my, I'm a little stuffed up. That's why I keep like pausing. Because Obama said, don't say, um, he said, just take a long pause because people want to know what you're doing. <laughs> okay, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but I've been reading The Long Way to Small Angry Planet by Becky Chambers. Have I read that? That name just sounds maybe very familiar. Maybe like, I had. I don't think I had. It was everywhere, like the name of this book. And it might have, I don't know if it won any awards. I don't want to speak out of side a minute. But um, I was like, I need something like a little bit lighter. I need something a little bit more fun. And it's basically like a... Um, I don't know what they call it, like a ship novel, starship, or spaceship novel, where it's basically like, well, I know, I don't know. Now I'm getting into semantics and like <laughs> fantasy designations. But it's people on a spaceship going to a place over a long period of time. Oh, like on a sleeper ship or something? They're, they like basically are minor, they're like a road construction crew. <laughs> and they build like uh, black holes from one place to another to help people jump ah, around. Interesting. And it's I think you would like it. It's very good and it's very um it's very murder bot esque. <laughs> Which um, everyone's talking about on the t- timeline lately. Have you seen yeah, I that? Guess, I guess yeah, I'm behind, so I don't know what happened, but um I know a lot of people I if, if something gets adapted, I bet that gets adapted. But it's very much like that kind of sci fi and I think maybe that's why it inspired my, like, response of I want to see more, like, regular, regular-ass people. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, these are people in, like, kind of a fantasy setting just going about their regular life. On and a I spaceship. That, <laughs> on a spaceship. And I think that that takes, like, a level of finesse for world building that is, like, extremely... It has to be very uh, well-honed. Because it's like, oh... I'm seeing some offhanded like technology or some offhanded alien and it's like to be very well thought out. Like even like high fantasy sometimes lays back it's like they're orcs and they're elves and they're going on a journey. But it's like, oh, I was sitting reading my scrib and you know, this like alien I think she says the alien's like a cross between an otter and a centipede walks in. Oh. I'm sorry, <laughs> I just can't like, even picture that. Right? And you really have to think, like, oh, shit. Like, how do I, in my brain, do that? And that, it takes a level of, like, skill in writing, but it also takes a level of, like, building on, like, the genre that came before Mm -hmm. you. So I don't want to discount that. But I've been really enjoying it. And so I've been reading that and um, our next book, Finish Invincible. It was great. Now my husband is reading it. And it was literally, like, at the first turn, at the end of the first season, because it's a show now. Oh. And so he got up to the point where the first season ends, and he was, like, sitting on the couch reading it, and I was literally, like, an inch away from his face, like, are you done yet? Are you done yet? Are you done? What happened? What part of it? <laughs> so that's, and he's been doing it for me, like, I've been playing, um, I don't know if you know, like, video game, Resident Evil, it's like a horror game. Mm-hmm. And he's like, are you, you should go down that staircase. You should pick that up. Pick up your severed hand. Just do it. Just trust me. So we've been bonding through sharing nerd things. That's good. Because I was like, if it was anybody else, I'd be like, will you please let me live? Can I read this book? <laughs> but I'm like, it's it's hard. It's hard when you have to a significant other who you've been in the house with for 15 straight months. <laughs> it's like, did you get to the part where Alan the alien showed up yet? <laughs> So, yeah, it's, we, our only entertainment is each other. That's, see, stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Respect. I have a cat. Oh. <laughs> no, I have family and friends. Um, yeah. 
I just, I'm just picturing you sitting on a couch an inch away from this man as he's trying to read a book, being like, have you? <laughs> and it's very You're going to find, once things open up again, I'm going to be your match, fairy godmother, which I offered before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be no man leaving notes on your car anymore. That happened once. Like, <laughs> I bet he thought it was very like sick rom-com. But I've learned anything that feels like it's a rom-com is probably going to be a mess. So just leave it alone because mm-hmm. it only works. In or any it only works. Fifty-year-old man pretending to be thirty. Oh, so many of them. Like you lying. You're thirty I just and I'm think twelve. You should move to California. <laughs> and then you'd be closer by. But <laughs> <laughs> one thing at a time. I got to figure out to do this house, man. So, um, my whole life, I gotta figure out what to do with my life. Um, what did I read? I almost said almost every book I read during the course of this three-hour conversation. So I'm just gonna rehash. I read You Had Me at Ola by Alexis Daria. Mm -hmm. Those are the two people who I did not feel. I don't know if that's gonna make the final cut. Those are the two people who I did not feel should have ended the relationship together. Mm -hmm. I read the Strickland, the entire Strickland series, Strickland Sisters series by alexandria house stay with me believe in me be with me first one was the best angela and ryan and that one she's like a youtuber like i can relate to that she's she's a natural hair youtuber he's occasion i can't remember what else he does. the narrator the narrator gives him like a really well done occasion accent i was very impressed i was like a plus so I think he ran hotels. That was rude of me, not just a segregation. <laughs> um, I finally finished the final gifts book that could have been a pamphlet. Couldn't remain a pamphlet. Um, I read 400 Souls. Um, the What is the full title of that book? 400 Souls, A Community History of African America, 1619 to 2019. The This is not the project that cost that woman her tenure, but, you know, same vibe. That's a whole... That's a whole thing. And I guess we could have counted that as news since journalism is technically writing, but like it just makes me mad. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll deal with it later. Mm-hmm. And I've just most recently finished Transcendent Kingdom by Yaj Yassi. And I mm-hmm. love that one. So five stars. That book made me cry. I bought it. I got it from Libby, finished it, and I was like, yep, I'm going to buy it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. So it was good. I had a lot of... Transcendent Kingdom was a five star. Four Hundred Souls was a five star. Stay with Me was a five star. Okay, that's all the five stars. I would say it was really good, but those were all the five stars. So it was good. I feel like nice. I got my reading mojo back a little bit. Good. So well, I want to say, side note, because I've had two glasses of wine. Danielle, I love you as if you were my family. Aww. I'm so happy that we are back to the mess. I so. am too. I I really did need this during all that mm-hmm. i just couldn't do it so. and don't don't even you never have to apologize never have to explain <laughs> it i understand so so yeah mm-hmm. so if we did do we did do a few that i don't know we if did. they ever were <laughs> we did a whole let's play almost right we sure fucking did and i i don't know how to edit that <laughs> That's why I don't know how to video. So we'll have to do a take two. We need to start maybe with a shorter one, like where we just do like yes. 30 or 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we do smaller. On Niggerati Farm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Inspired. My like walked by. He was like, looking. he's like, wait, what? What the hell? It's Zora Neale Hurston's farm. Maybe you've heard of it. Like, oh, thank you. <laughs> so, 
but yes, I'm glad that we are able to do this after so many years, that we're able to get so many responses from, yes. like I said, like, people that we fucking know. Yes. It's nice. I, I really miss doing, like, I love this podcast. I love you too, Molly, like the sister. And I just missed it, mm. so I'm glad, like, if this is, if this is, like, one thing that's sort of helping me get back into the swing of things, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad. So, Yay. I didn't have a drink. I'm just sentimental and kind of sleepy, sleep happy. So we're both on that same wavelength. So I think that's it. I think next time. I know next time we're reading Molly. Next time we are doing it. We're reading While Justice Sleeps by the T H E Stacey Abrams. Yes, I'm excited to read it, and I think it's going to mm-hmm. be good. And I want to go and leave her a positive review because you know who. The MAGAs are mm-hmm. going on her Amazon review and trying to, yes. Are they really? Yes. I've only seen, like, I've seen a few. It was, hasn't been a lot, but they're like, anti-American MAGA. And I'm like, are we doing this? Are we still doing this? So I want to read so I can give it a great review. Now, last time I saw it, it, it only had 13 reviews. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, but we start we, we like, we pre-ordered this we one, right? Yes, that one should be interesting. Yes. But it's it's a very like BCL roots. Like a little messy, a little genre. Oh good. A little like you know what I mean? Is yeah. It, is it like so. bluebird bluebird? It is. Yes. It's, kind of it's like blue It's giving me American spy vibes. Oh, oh, okay. Hmm. Because mm-hmm. I liked one of those more than the other. <laughs> but it's it's not maybe for for th- themes i don't know i go i'll i I don't want to say anymore okay yes we'll save our thoughts yeah that's good to know Mm -hmm. and speaking of blue word i can't wait for that third we're gonna do an episode on that third book that'll be the first i think that's gonna be the first series we ever finish on the show that i'm really excited because that second book was so good that That, second book was really really good that second book was so good it like raised the first book up for me because it felt like a Mm -hmm. lot of now we're just repeating that episode but it felt like a lot of the issues we had with him in the first book like came back and she was like well actually you thought i know how to write i had this plan Mm -hmm. so yes Mm -hmm. i can't wait Mm -hmm. i'm really excited for that one and i've heard like talks about that being developed into a tv show and i'm I'm absolutely here for it because that is a fantastic series. That's probably yes. one of my favorite that we've read on this. Yes, I've loved it. I bought I bought that one physical copy because I liked it so mm-hmm. much. So. Me too. I yeah. think that that one is yeah. I'm gonna tweet <laughs> the picture of my bookshelf because it's uh, the city we became, Bluebird, Bluebird, <laughs> Transcendent, <laughs> and Tristan, Yes, like literally. There's one other book in there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet it because I'm like, yes, I can turn my head, like. 30 degrees and see it yes i just that whole series was just and i haven't i think for both of us do either of us really read suspense thrillers not really but you know what i've gone back i've read one more what was that book that we read that was supposed to be where they read the house oh 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 the good house no um the horror right (laughs) the horror novel not the horror, oh. but the suspense, where it was like, uh, and the girl, she got drowned by the scarf. Oh, 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 um, all, it's like, uh, the one that's the, um. All Fall Down? Yeah, Ten Little Indie, unless oh, it's, the Ten Little, yes. yeah, retake, yes, I know what you mean now. Yes, I've read, like, another one of that authors, and now yeah, I'm, like, like, super it. in love with 
I really liked it yeah. and I really liked her other book and now I want to go back and read like all of her stuff because I really really liked it okay I need to catch up then and read some because I only read that one I just realized like I don't hate mystery or suspense I just am not drawn to them like if I'm you just want some black people in it because it's like okay don't go in there and if the character is saying like I'm not gonna go in there then you're like that makes more sense <laughs> Because there's another book we said we were going to read. It's like that Hollywood homage. Like, it's a straight mystery. And I'm still kind of... Because someone else, like, randomly um, recommended that to us. Uh I'm still really interested in it. Yeah. Because we have not shown the mystery genre. We've done... And I don't... I'm not good enough to know, like, the real big distinction between, like, suspense, Mm -hmm. thriller, mystery. But that one feels more straight mystery. And we've done, mm-hmm. we've done like when who's when no one's watching. We've done, you know, the Attica Lock books. Mm-hmm. So we've never done mm-hmm. a straight mystery. I say we do it yeah. later this year because we've got some things lined up. Yeah. While Justice Sleeps is kind of like a courtroom legal thriller. Yeah, it's still kind of thriller suspense, and I feel like that's still kind of different than a mystery, right? Like I don't know. Maybe there isn't. Maybe they're just well, marketing maybe terms for different things. Collab we're gonna do is kind of a mystery because he does a lot of mysteries. Ooh, good. You can educate. But us. that wouldn't be on our show. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Right. Okay. Well, on that note, yes. Now that we've gotten that out of our system, I think we have a lot for a bonus episode in here. We really do. It's two a.m. and I'm like, I gotta go to bed. We got plenty for we got a couple bonus episodes. We got a couple. We might have two episodes and a bonus. So we'll get it. I'll I'll figure it out. We'll sort through it. So we were in the middle saying how they could find us on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, and not to email us. Start all over. Yes. Okay. So you can follow us on Twitter at Black Chicklet, on Instagram at BCL Podcast, and visit us at BlackChicklet.com. If you have any questions, comments, any other messy ideas you didn't get in this episode that you still feel the need to share we'd love to hear them even though i think we just said don't but i'll edit that out send them to contact at blackchicklit.com we'll get to it yes don't forget to rate review and subscribe to us on itunes google play spotify whatever you're listening to us on now it like really truly does help the algorithm Mm -hmm. like apple refuses to believe we exist but spotify is out there like hey black chick lit so and that's all because of you guys yes thank you and Mm -hmm. we will be doing we i don't know how let me not jump ahead we hope to do more chats in the future so Mm -hmm. if you would like to keep or to take part just make sure you use that hashtag bcl chat that's how we check and find responses Mm-hmm. justinly twitter and instagram be on the lookout because we will be putting it up Yes, and I think that's it. That is a super-sized episode. I'm gonna I have see a... three hours, 51 minutes, 59 seconds. Exactly. We're almost at four hours. I'm going to have a heck of a... We haven't gone this long since Zoe and What's-His-Face were eating nacho cheese at the movie theater, so... Where we had to, like, break it up, and we were like, yes, that was a whole journey. Yes. But this was fun. This is not a journey. This yes. is fun. Yes. I but feel be on saner. the lookout. Yeah, I do, right? And a lot more sober. <laughs> Be on the lookout for when we discuss While Justice Sleeps by Stacey Abrams in our next episode, plus some fun collabs that are coming up. And, yes. like, we love you guys, and we're just so happy that you listen to our nonsense because it is a lot of fun. Yes. Thank you for sticking with us. So, mm-hmm. until next time, bye. Bye.